What's up, everybody? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> uh, you know, you know how it goes. You know, I've I, I I do this all the time. I I don't know how many times I've had to come back and do a show and say, "Hey, it's been a while." You know how it is. The constant warfare that's been going on. But today, the reason why I wanted to, and again, I've been kind of wrapped up in the photography and all that stuff, and and my own. I guess wallowing in my own sin and 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 regrets and and whatever, and there's a lot that's happened since the last time I talked to you. Um, but I'll I'll cover that in a different show, uh, because hopefully I'll be able to start doing these more often. And I and I know I say that a lot too. But anyway, so the reason why I wanted to do this quick show today was uh something caught my eye. Now. If you if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you're saved, you know you're going to heaven. You you constantly are fighting your your battles and you're like me and you don't call on God enough and you don't read the Bible enough and you don't pray enough and you you just get squashed down and beaten down and beaten down and the devil and his demons just just keep hammering on you just constantly. If you if you know how I feel, if you if you're with me, you know exactly how I feel. You'll know that this has been a rough few months. And it seems like it's been ramping up more and more and more. And it, it's been, it's actually been ramping up over the last 2 or 3 years. But it's really like it's it's really starting to eat at me. So I I just you know took a break, and I I figured eventually because God always brings me back around, you know He always brings me back around. I always find my way back to Him. He never goes anywhere. I'm the one that wanders off. It's not Him. It's me. So if you feel the way I do and you know exactly how I feel, don't. Be, don't feel like you're alone because you're not. We all go through this. We all, just because you go through this doesn't mean you're not saved. It, it's, it's a constant struggle for some of us. Some are able to live happy lives and be, go out and help people and do what God wants you to do and, and uh, profess the name of Jesus to everybody and, and, and do all these different things that you're supposed to do as a believer in Jesus Christ. And then there's some of us that just struggle every day, every single day. But anyway, this this thing caught my eye. Apparently, um, apparently last week, September 15th. So I'm recording this on the 20th. So about five days ago, um, something happened in Kazakhstan. Now, as some of you may know, for the last few years, old Pope Francis, he's started this about seven, I guess this is the seventh edition, which is ironic. That's a, that's a a number. That's a number that should mean something to some of you, maybe the number seven, but it's funny that it, it was the seventh occurrence. This is the, uh, seventh world religions Congress. Well, well, I guess it's called 
World Congress. It's the seventh one. So this has been going on for seven years. And I'd heard about this several years ago. I, I, I knew this existed. But I, I just kind of, you know, I was just waiting, just waiting to see what happened. And I didn't really keep track of it. But this just caught my eye. But sometimes God works like that. Sometimes, you know, it's time to bring you back into the fold. He's going to open your eyes and say, oh, look, see what this is. Look what's going on. And obviously, we see everything around us every day. We know what's going on. We know it's close. We know, we know it's almost time to go home. Right? Surely you know that. It's almost time to go home. But anyway, this Seventh World Congress took place over in Kazakhstan. Um, there's, in what caught my eye is somebody did a, uh, this place called, or this website called nowtheendbegins.com. So nowtheendbegins.com. You can check it out for yourself if you would like. But, uh, and I'm going to expand a little bit on this story. I'm trying to make, I'm trying not to make this too long. This adoption, they adopted this hum, human fraternity document. It was created by Pope Francis and Mohammed bin Zayed. He's from the United Arab Emirates. If you know pretty much anything about the Middle East and anything about relationships and stuff. And I can tell you right now, being in the military at the, Back in the day, when I was going through my military training to, of the MOS that I was going to be doing, working with a certain system, uh, air defense system, and we had soldiers from the UAE and several other Middle Eastern, like Jordan, you know, all over. They were going through the same classes we were going through. So anyway... Uh, so I knew what the UAE was about. If you do the research, if you go back and look through the news, UAE is, uh, you know, it pops up in the news from time to time. And they are a quote-unquote ally, I guess, of the United States. But anyway, uh, this Mohammed bin Zayed is Muslim, of course. And, of course, Pope Francis, oh, oh Pope, he is uh, a Catholic. Now, again, I'll say over and over and over, are there Catholics that are saved? Yes, I'm sure there are. But being a Catholic does not make you saved. If you look at Catholicism from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out, it is a pagan religion. It is based off of old Babylonian secret religion magic, all that crap. That's what it's based off. That's what Catholicism is. Because Catholicism does not match up to the Bible. It does not. And you want to argue with me? Go ahead. But I will show you. We could go through the Bible and I can show you. <laughs> you know, I'll find the verses that speaks out about almost every single thing that the Catholic Church does. Every ritual, everything that they chant or what they do, it's all Babylonian pagan religion. So anyway, the old Pope and Mohammed here, they get together and they draft this um, human fraternity document. 
And the reason that they did this story, the headline is Chrislam confirmed, led by Pope Francis and leaders of the world's religions uh, formally. So Chrislam, that's a mashup of the word Christian and Islam, of course. Uh, the problem I have is Catholicism is not Christianity. So call it whatever you want to call it, okay? Call it whatever you want to call it. But that's what they're calling it. That's what this website's calling Chrislam. And I've heard Chrislam before. I've heard that that's going to be the one world religion. That's going to be the catalyst for the one world religion. Because those are the two major religions. Christianity, Islam. But again, if you took Catholicism out of the Christian tag, if you, if you, you know, you got the name Christian, you got all different denominations and all the, you know, if you took it out, um, half, over half would be gone. Christianity, Bible Christianity would be very small. It would be one of the smaller religions in the world. We know this. This is, <laughs> this is not news. Surely it's not. It shouldn't be. So anyway, they draft this document, right? And it's very troubling, some of the wording that they put in this thing. It's several points. It's kind of laid out. Uh, now, now, again, this is in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, um, you need to look up Kazarian Jews. You need to look up Kazarian Mafia. You need to look up a lot of different things to do with Kazarian and Khazars, and it's K-H-A-Z-A-R, Khazars. You need to look it up because I firmly believe the people that run Israel and have run Israel for several years are actually Khazars, not the God's chosen people. Jews, Israelites, Hebrews. These are Eastern Europeans. Kazakhstan used to be part of, if, I'm, if I remember right, remember my history right, Kazakhstan used to be part of the Russian Empire, the USSR. You guys remember that, the Cold War, all that good stuff, that fun stuff? So they, they draft this dec declaration and they read it at the end of this, this uh, whatever this abomination is. It's kind of funny, too. Kazakhstan is, uh, what's the, I can't remember the name. Astana. 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 Yeah, Astana is the capital. And their colors are pretty much the same colors as the UN, the United Nations. Ironic, huh? So I'm looking at this picture and it's got the blue and you know all that crap and it's got a picture of the of the globe you know the flat earth as people the flat earthers that you know believe that stuff but here's a couple of things that really trip my trigger about this and this is basically what they do they list all these points right so i'm going to read a couple i'm not going to read all of them because it take forever but here is one that uh, one of the ones that really kind of threw up a big red flag. It says, stating that material inequality leads to discontent, social tension, conflict, and crisis in our world. 
so essentially it's communism. Essentially, it's promoting communism. And I firmly believe the one world government will be a communist government. It will be a, oh, we're going to take, everybody's going to be equal and we're all going to be happy. And everybody will be happy for about three and a half years. You know, after Jesus comes and gets his people, once the rapture happens, those first three and a half years are going to be the best three and a half years you've ever seen. Those last three and a half years are going to be rough. But man, that first three and a half years, people are going to fall for this crap. They are going to fall hook, line, and sinker for the Antichrist and the false prophet and all the garbage that's being spewed, all the stuff in this thing. I mean, and, and this is the basically what I'm getting at. This is the beginning of the one world religion. This is the basis of which a one world religion will be instituted. You're looking at the beginning draft. This is it. This is it, finally. Finally it. Now, nobody knows the day or the hour that Jesus comes back. But I'm telling you, it's got to be close. This is a big, big thing. And here's the thing. None of the big YouTube preachers are talking about this. Nobody with any kind of following is talking about this. It's like this slipped under the radar. It's really weird. It's really, really weird. But anyway, so stating that material inequality leads to discontent. So, so basically it's saying, if you don't have as much as the other, that's what leads, that's what makes everybody mad. Well, yeah, of course. Jealousy. You know, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, affirming the importance of shared values in the spiritual and social development of humankind. Um, oh, here's a good one. Recognizing the necessity of countering and overcoming intolerance and hate speech, xenophobia, discrimination, and conflicts based on ethnic, religious, and cultural differences. Sounds good, right? Sounds good and peaceful. Sounds awesome. Kumbaya. Hold hands running down the beach. Everybody's happy. But what do they consider hate speech? Now, there's the obvious hate speech, right? There's the obvious intolerance and obvious hate speech. You know, the ones you can see a mile away. But what they're actually talking about is Christianity, is real Bible believers. Because we're extremists now. This has been said, this has been quoted and said for the last couple of years. It's like the pandemic is what triggered all of this stuff. So anyway, just be prepared. If you're not saved, you need to know what you're looking at here. If you're not saved, you don't get taken in the rapture. You need to be paying attention. And you can laugh at me. You can not believe me. You can do whatever you want. But this is all coming to fruition and it's coming quick. I would prefer that you all be saved. I, pre I would prefer that you all, I would prefer that my whole family believed in Jesus and, and, and my kids, you know, everybody that I know. I would prefer that all of us believe in Jesus and get to go, but it's not the case. It's not going to happen. Here's another one. Expressing serious concern about the global increase in the number of migrants and refugees in need of humanitarian assistance and protection. Well, why do you think they need help? Why, who's causing migrants and refugees? 
Who causes that? It's not the people. Who's causing migrants and refugees? Who causes that? Think about it. Do I have to tell you? Here's another one. We are convinced that the unleashing of any military conflict, creating hot spots of tension and confrontation, causes chain reactions which impair international relations. Well, no kidding. You think... You think military conflict causes tension? <laughs> so again, we're talking about this peace, this, this great peace that they're going to see for three and a half years. I say they because I don't plan on being here. I, I want to go home. I'm a sinner and I've been horrible the last few months and all my life, really. Just a horrible person inside. But I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe he died for me. And I believe that believing that, I'm saved. And I can't wait to go home. I just can't wait to go home. Here's another one. We believe that extremism, radicalism, terrorism, and all forms of violence and wars, whatever their motivation and goals, have nothing to do with authentic religion and must be rejected in the strongest possible terms extremism there's that that word again extremism radicalism who's the radical people who's the radical religion you know i'm there's radical uh quote unquote christians they call themselves christians um and i have a hard time using that term by the way because jesus didn't say create a religion and name it after me he didn't say that at no time during his ministry did he ever say that so I just, I believe in Jesus Christ. That's, you can call it whatever you want. You want to call it religion, that's fine. It's not going to mean you're not saved if you do. It doesn't mean I'm not saved because I don't say it. Uh, here's another one. We call upon religious leaders and prominent political figures from different parts of the world tirelessly to develop dialogue in the name of friendship, solidarity, and peaceful coexistence. Again, with the peace, all this peace. Sounds good, right? Sounds awesome. And I'm not, hey, I'm not against peace. Don't get me wrong. But we know, we all know, if you believe in the Bible, it's not possible. Human beings, we are sinners. We are sinful people. We have serious issues. And we love to fight. We love to fight. We love to kill. We love to do really, really bad things. That's why Jesus had to die for us, okay? Here's probably the biggest bunch of baloney in this whole thing. We note that pluralism in terms of differences in skin color, gender, race, language, and culture are expressions of the wisdom of God in creation. Religious diversity is permitted by God, and therefore any coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. If you didn't understand what I just said, it basically says, in a nutshell, you must be open to all religions and any coercion to a particular religion, in other words, proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ, that he is the only one true Son of God, and that there is only one God, 
is unacceptable to these people. That's what that said. That's the most important statement in this entire thing. Religious diversity is permitted by God. It is not permitted by God. Religious diversity is not permitted by the one true God. He is a jealous God. And there's only one way to him. That's through Jesus Christ. And you either believe in that, and you get to go home and be with all the other believers, or you spend eternity in the pit, in the lake of fire, with all the non-believers. That's your choices. You only have two. There's only two choices. So that was the important thing that I really, really wanted to get across, is that statement right there. Religious diversity is permitted by God, and therefore any coercion to a particular religion and religious doctrine is unacceptable. That is, without a doubt, uh, a one-world religious attitude. This is the bait. Now, there's several points here. There's I could go on reading and reading and reading. There's several. There's like 35 points. Yeah, 35 points on the in this declaration. Uh, we call upon world leaders to abandon all aggressive and destructive rhetoric, which leads to de- destabilization of the world and decease from conflict and bloodshed in all corners of our world. Again, peace, 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 peace. We welcome the progress made by the global community in the fields of science, technology, medicine, industry, and other areas. Yet note the importance of their harmonization with spiritual, social, and human values, which, you know, would kind of lay the path for that half AI, half human hybrid sort of thing. You know, Elon Musk is trying to push the brain thing and, you know, all these different things going on. Uh, That's just another, just another thing. We call on political and public figures Journalists and bloggers, while recognizing their freedom of speech, to beware religious generalization and not to identify extremism and terrorism with any nation or religion, as well as not to use religions for political purposes. So basically, you are told you you got to turn a blind eye. You're not to point out the extremists and the radicals. This is all in here. This is all public record. This is all in. I'm not making this up. This isn't an opinion piece. This is actually on their website. It's astanatimes.com. A-S-T-A-N-A times.com. It's basically a newspaper. It's basically the newspaper for the Astana, uh, Kazakhstan, whatever. And they have a lot of good points in here. They have a lot of stuff that it's common sense. Yes, we want peace. We want to get to get along and all that stuff, right? Well, if everybody believed the way we're supposed to believe, we would get along. It would be peaceful. If everybody believed in Jesus and everybody believed in God and and the one true God and we believed in Jesus and we all did what we're supposed to do as human beings, then things would be a lot better. But unfortunately, again, we're sinners. Satan has control of the earth right now, and he has influenced us into doing some really horrible stuff over the years and continues to do so every day. And of course there, you know, 
um, not they're not hiding this at all. We instruct the Secretariat of the Congress to develop a concept for the development of the Congress of the Leaders of World and Traditional Religions as a global interreligious dialogue platform for 2030 or 2023 through 2033. So basically saying we we need to kick this off. This is the one world religion. We're going to kick this off, y'all. We're ready to go anytime. Little history, Kazakhstan, again, you know, this is a, it's, it's a unique place because it's actually the largest landlocked country in the world. So, and it's kind of central sort of over in Europe. It's, it's actually partly Asian, partly Europe. Uh, it does border, it borders Russia, borders China. Interest, interesting. Very inter- interesting that it borders Russia and China. Uh, and then it borders Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan and all the stands. You know, it borders all those. But if you're looking at it, if you are, I was trying to find, I wish I could show you all. I, I need to start doing videos, I guess. I just need to start doing videos. But if you go from Israel, uh, Kazakhstan is northeast, I guess, northeast. And it's, like I said, it borders China, borders Russia. It's kind of a in-between. It's kind of that in-between, you know what I mean? Like central location, if you get my meaning. And, you, I mean, you really should look up the Khazars, the Khazarian Mafia. A lot of people have made, you know, accusations and things about the Khazarian Mafia. is very secretive. And the whole thing that happened way back in the day uh, we're talking back in like 10 something, you know, or, or even before that, the Khazars had a choice between Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, and they picked Judaism because uh, Judaism, they were allowed to tax people. So in order to make money, they adopted Judaism so that they could tax the people. Uh, that was part of the reason, not the whole reason, part of the reason. Despite uh, their pledge to Judaism, the Khazarian king and the inner circle of oligarchs have continued the use of Babylonian black magic, also known as secret Satanism, also known as Kabbalah. That's right, Kabbalah. Have you heard of that? A lot of Hollywood people or music stars or whatever kind of jumped in on that. Big, big, big out there in the, the rich, famous people. So this is all, uh, and part of that is drinking, uh, sacrificing children, drinking their blood, eating their hearts after they've been bled dry. There's a lot of really gross, disgusting things that these people are involved in. And, and people think, you think this is not real. A lot of people just blow this off as it's all conspiracy theory. But the more, the longer we go, the more we find out. Some of this stuff has been brought up. Some of these people have admitted, admitted to drinking blood. They're, they've gone that far with it. All the rumors of the kids and, you know, all these different things that have been going on. These are some gross, evil, evil people. They are so wrapped up in being famous and rich. They will do anything. They will do anything. 
to be rich and famous in this world, anything, and they will reject, they already have, they've rejected Jesus Christ. And I strongly urge all of you, if you haven't accepted Jesus, to do so as soon as possible, because we don't know when he's coming back for us. We have no idea. Jesus doesn't even know. But I have a feeling that it's coming soon. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to put a date or a time. But I just got that feeling. And I've had that feeling for a long, long, long time. I've said it before. This is a warning. This is another warning. God uses people to give out warnings. He, gives, he uses people for all different kinds, of, even sinners like me, even dirtbags like me. People like me that have ignored him and run away from him my entire life. And, and I get close to him, and then I run away. And then I get close to him, and then I run away. And he still keeps me here. I've been longing to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not suicidal. I just don't belong here. Nothing here is for me. There is nothing here for me. I love my kids. I really, really do. And I hope they're saved. I hope they get saved. I hope they accept Christ before it's too late. Because I would love to spend eternity with them in heaven. And that's my friends, my family, all of them. My mother just passed away not too long ago, and I know she was saved. I know she was. And we didn't have a good relationship. And I was too stubborn to uh, do anything about it. I've got a lot of regrets. A lot of regrets. And I know she did too. And we made our peace. And I should still have honored her uh, regardless of our history. And I did not. And she passed away. I mean, she had people there. Uh, the people in the nursing home were really nice. But I got, I did get to tell her that I loved her. And I did get to... Um, I should tell her I, I'll see you later. You know, I know she didn't, she probably didn't want me to see her in that broken down body. Honestly, I didn't want her to see me in my broken down body either, you know, but I know I'll get to see her again. And, uh, I do love her. I just, we had, it's just the human side of me. The things that went on, and I, and I feel really bad that I didn't get to see her before she passed. But I did get to talk to her, thank goodness, you know, for the nurse um, that let me talk to her. And she couldn't talk to me. And she was holding on. That's one thing. My mom was a fighter, you know. She was a fighter. And I told her it was okay. It's okay. You go home. And I'll see you there. She was holding on so much. And I know she was probably holding on, hoping that I would show up, just pop in before. She wanted to see me one more time. And, and I wish I would have, in a sense, 
But on the other side of that, I want to remember her the way I remember her. But if you have loved ones you haven't seen in forever, you live a thousand miles away, you know, make peace. Make peace with them. And hopefully you're all saved and you're all, you all believe in Jesus because you'll get to see each other again, even if you don't get to see them before they go. Or for you go, because you could go too. If you don't get to see those loved ones, you will get to see them again. But if you don't believe, you will never see them again. So, something to think about. Make your peace. Make your peace. I had regrets for a while, and it hurt me for a while. And I deal with it the way I deal with every other thing that I've ever dealt with in my life. I just ignore it. And I push it down and push it down and eventually it goes away. But I am at peace knowing that I will see my mom again. And she knows that I loved her. She knows that I forgave her. And I hope she forgave me. She said she did. For being a bad son. And I am. So we made our peace. I suggest you do that quickly. Time is short. Time is very short. You have no idea how short time is. Do what you got to do because Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back very soon. These are just the first signs. Well, the signs have been going on for a long time, but this is like the first hardcore, huge, huge slap you in the face just slap you right across the face and wake up. It's almost time, y'all. Almost time to go home. I can't wait. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait. We'll see you again real soon. Love each and every one of you. Pray for me. I need it.